0: Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast. Conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging
1: you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, ECC community, we are fond of you. It's Jim and Matt back together again. It's been a couple weeks, pal. It has been a while. It's good but to see you, Jim. I've watched some of them. Have you? Yeah, I realize, why do I have a job? Everyone else is so much better at it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I've been asking Kevin the same question. (laughs) No, let's not bring that up. But
1: you too can be a part of my performance evaluation coming up in June. (laughs) Uh, Right, Pastor Wes. Uh, All that to say, uh, great. First of all, Matt, I like you. What a wonderful weekend. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Uh, I like you too. It's good to have you back, by the way. You were in Seattle for a little bit. Seattle for a little bit, then was supposed to be in Albania. Had to cancel that trip. Yeah, vacation. Uh, Yep. Something awesome. like vacation. So, all that to say, um, <laughs> I was here. I did not get to see you on Saturday. I literally, even though I wasn't feeling 100%, would not have missed seeing you on Sunday. It did not disappoint. I want to tie together. We're in this mm-hmm. by my spirit conversation um, and really, really um, excited to be in it. And I'll remind you that having not grown, I've said this several times, having not grown up in the charismatic stream of the church, mm-hmm. uh, exploring the Holy Spirit as a person. -hmm. Right, like I I, I sometimes have to sit and think, What did I used to think about the Holy Spirit? Right, yeah, the Holy Spirit was some kind of phenomena, the Holy Spirit was some kind of tool, um, that was in the hands of the Father or the Son. Right, Mm -hmm. somehow I was able to attach personality to the Father and Son, but couldn't attach personality to the Spirit. And I and I wonder, I use the word personality very specifically because. We, Kevin talked about two weeks ago the person of the spirit, right? And I'll remind you that angels are persons because they're personalities, mm-hmm. the spirit is cherubim are persons because they're personalities. Okay, these are all distinctly defined in the Bible as different types of person. Human yeah, beings sure. are a type of personality. Okay, um, the spirit is a personality, is a person in and of itself. That is such, I don't know why. For some of you, who have probably spent your whole life in this dream, that's easy, but for some of us, it's like where has that been my whole life, that I actually can be in a relationship and conversation with this being?
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I don't personally grasp it either. Um, I would have briefly touched on the fact that I didn't grow up in the church. Uh, Well, growing up, didn't grow up in the church. (laughs) Once I got saved in ninth grade, the church I ended up going to, I don't recall any messages or depth of conversation as it relates to the person of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but when I first got filled with the Holy Spirit, a friend of mine, Jeremiah, would have led me back to Jesus, and that same night would have just prayed with me to receive the Spirit, and like literally going from seeing in black and white to seeing in color is Mm -hmm. is how my life had shifted, and he came to ECC, this was back in 2006, and that's when I started coming to ECC, Mm -hmm. Um, to describe the Holy Spirit as a person, as Kevin did you know my own personal reaction to that i'm not nothing it doesn't really help me and i don't i don't yeah. know how to find the right language for yeah, it so that yeah. might sound as a negative or something it's not a negative statement That's as much right. as i hear that and i'm like i believe it to be true but the way i've perceived the holy uh-huh. spirit this whole time isn't necessarily shifted or changed by relating to him as a personality, because I've,
1: I guess I've always done that. Yeah, where some of us, it's pretty radical. And is maybe it? that's one of the beauties of this podcast, is there are different people listening. For me, it's radical. Like, I, I was why so? There, I'd love to know why. Well, partly, I was sitting and listening to you on Sunday, and I realized, like, I don't tell many people this, but about a year ago, I began to talk to the Holy Spirit as a friend. Okay. In other words, like, Spirit. I want to. I want to begin to be able to visualize you and encounter you in the same ways that I am, have learned that I can visualize and encounter Jesus. Sure. Right. Because um, I think some of us always have this view that the Holy Spirit is always pointing you to Jesus or the Father. Mm-hmm. Always. So therefore, it becomes the Holy Spirit becomes more of an it than a he. Sure. In the sense that it's a channel to some other thing. Right. That that the Holy Spirit, knowing the Holy Spirit, isn't. In the academic world, we call it a terminal degree, where you reach a point where there's no degree beyond it, right? Like, that alone is the end itself. Mm -hmm. And I've had to give the Holy Spirit a chance this last year to say, I want you to be an end in yourself. Mm -hmm. I want to know you like... I'm not getting to know you so that I can sure. then get access to right. hanging out with Misha because we know she's cooler than yes. you, right? Yes, I agree. Yeah. I know. I'm using very. I picked up on that a long time ago. I know. Just Dude, so totally you're aware. As soon as Rachel <laughs> and I started to hang out with you and Misha, we're Wait, like. Wait, mm-hmm. Misha's here? Who's this person? Exactly. Okay. So How all, we hang all that out to with to say I don't want the Holy Spirit to be a mediator. Now, on that right. said, every yeah. the more I hang out with the Spirit, the more He points me and reminds me sure. to the life work. I oftentimes say this the Creator, Father, the Redeemer, Jesus, the Sustainer Spirit, mm-hmm. he's always pointing me back to the Redeemer yeah. and to the Creator, what yeah. the Creator imagined for me, what the Great. Redeemer did for me. But yeah. nevertheless, he's a he. So anyway, it's a big deal for me. Sure, and
0: yeah. and I think part of this series is helpful. You know, ECC as a community is made up of people that have a very diverse background of yeah. church experience, historical, uh, re- you know, the way they relate to God historically and the person of the Spirit yeah. The people that come to ECC is very is varied uh, in that in that way, uh, and so to take seven weeks to dialogue around the Holy Spirit to prompt these types of mm-hmm. discussions is only going to just make the body stronger. Um, mm-hmm. But as you know, maybe it's just you know getting a little too dicey around word usage. But like John sixteen, he does say the Spirit will only speak what the father he won't speak on his own initiative mm-hmm. but he will speak what the father reveals mm-hmm. and in the same i think it's that same scripture or 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 shortly thereafter um he will glorify me he will That's take right. it what is mine and give it to you and so like in the same passage yeah the two verses the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth uh this is john 16 13 and 14 he will not speak on his own initiative. Whatever he hears, he will speak and disclose, and disclose to you what is to come. In verse fourteen, he will glorify me. Absolutely. Um, so there is a certain de- there degree is a certain you. degree in which he is. The only thing you're ever going to hear from the Spirit is not from his own initiative That's to right. reveal. It is what the Father is saying. Not, and, and so anyway,
1: I, this is where I'm going to push back on this. Please. And, um, From my study of the Spirit, I've been diving into it for just a little bit. Again, that sounds like I know what I'm talking about. I'm just simply saying in my personal journey, I've discovered about 80% of the Holy Spirit's job description is Mm -hmm. missional. Okay. Meaning I'm only going to show you what the Father's doing. I'm going to elaborate on it as the Father's mission in the redemptive work of bringing this planet back. Mm -hmm. About the other 20% I'm finding about the Holy Spirit has to do with comfort and helper. Mm-hmm. Not advocate. That falls in its mission, like to protect you in the spiritual sure. realm and the courts where the enemy might be arguing against mm-hmm. you. But comforter and helper um in particular. And in that it's it's like the spirit has its own personality of how it cares for you or how he cares for you. Sure. Right? That there is this intimacy behind the mission because most of what i read about in the new testament the spirit is presented as a missional empowerment force right, sure. you even touched on that a right, little bit when right, you opened right. up yep. but i'm going to suggest you too there is a there is a comforter who yep. in and of himself loves to comfort right. there's something about it's almost like this barn like it i don't want to ever attach personalities but it's this barnabas spirit that hangs yeah. over the holy yep. spirit yep. like He can get stuff done with Paul. Most of Barnabas' life is missional activities, seeing whole churches established, people saved, works and signs and wonders. But we all know another thing, Mm -hmm. that as soon as he sensed a need for comfort, Mm -hmm. and especially... Barnabas had this particular ability to step in and be a personality. He's such a catalyzing agent. Anyway, just a a little bit (laughs) of what goes through my mind, and you're right. Now, i got to do one minute on theology just to remind you that we as a church believe in something called a social trinity. Don't have a lot of time to tell you what Trinitarian studies are all about, but a social trinity believes that all three of the persons who make up God are individual personalities in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. That they could be independent beings, but they have chosen to live together in a unity that we call the triune God. Mm-hmm. And so it is a wonderful, wonderful thing, because it then becomes the model for we as community, as individuals, mm-hmm. um, are better well, I don't want to say better, because the Trinity is hard to say better together. But we are a more whole th- unit or yeah. being together. Mm-hmm. That's the social Trinity of which the Holy Spirit's part of it. Right? He's fun. He's not just the glue to keep the Father and the Son to make sense to us. It's an actual personality. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk a little bit about this. I felt that as we begin to explore who the Spirit is, I really love your Ralph Waldo Emerson quote that came through oh, the sure. other guy. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. just like, hey... Um, um, if the stars were only out at once, mm-hmm. right, a year, we'd all, yeah. or once in our lifetimes, right. we'd all be lined up. The fact that mm-hmm. they're out every night, we almost lose the wonder of it. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that the spirit's been given to us, yeah, um, and to do what the spirit does missionally or in comfort, right. It, it, Lord, let us take it in. Like we almost yeah. ran out of words for it, yeah. right. And and to a certain
0: extent, we're we're at the mercy of God revealing it to you. Well, one hundred percent at God's mercy to unveil the reality of. The awe, you know, Psalm thirty three. I am not sure if I quoted it or not, but uh, let us stand in awe before the Lord. And and so, um, yeah, the fact that there is a God that you can hear His voice and be filled with His Spirit and be led of Him mm-hmm. um, to do what He would do mm-hmm. on the earth. You know what? I think it takes a certain level of. Um, I think there's a certain degree of importance just to sit and receive and rest in that mm-hmm. reality, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and that's what that's how I responded to that because we can become either very familiar with that truth, just like you mentioned, people who have grown up in the charismatic mm-hmm. stream. Oh, you know, they've been hearing it their whole life; they're raised in that. Um, so to that person, I would say, well, pause and just invite the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm to bring to you the awe and majesty of, of what that
1: even means. You yeah, know? and it drove me to consider, you know, when you look at David, who's considered this um, this contemplative of the Old Testament, mm-hmm. reminds the first one to refer to God as Father, right, yeah. in, in, uh, in, in one of his psalms, but David oftentimes is saying this like, you're a shelter that I run into, mm-hmm. you're a strong tower, you're a cleft in the rock, yeah. you're like a mother hen that covers me. Yeah. They tend to be things that we have to go to or it has to come to us as a form of protection or covering or sure. safety or assurance. What, what we're talking about now is Jesus' radical assertion that, you know what, I'm going to give you my spirit mm-hmm. who will be with you always. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It is no wonder it's hard to wrap our heads around. It's mm-hmm. almost too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and yet I want to sit and go, Lord, don't allow the too good to be true part of it to be too much for me to take in and I right. get almost have to step back because I can't take in the amazingness of right. it. Right.
0: And and for those who don't feel it's too good to be true or you know losing sight of how incredible that reality even is really uh, need a need the Lord to reveal to them how all-encompassing God is and what He actually is supplying. And in Wes's transition between worship and the the message, he brought up Ephesians one. He talked about blessed. We're blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ, like every blessing. Uh, and what I love about that is, I to me, I go to Christ. You know, as He lived His life and what are all the blessings that Jesus walked in? Because Mm -hmm. all of those blessings are now for me and for the New Testament believer uh, because of the covenant we have with Jesus Mm. and the full, complete righteousness that we bear because of His blood. That's right. Uh, And the Spirit is the one... The
1: Part of the Trinity that that we that brings that to bear mm-hmm. in our lives day in and day out. Yeah, you were up to a lot in your speaking, but the thing that I want you to know stood out to me, and it might be because I, I know and deeply appreciate Matt's words, So, so whenever I hear you share, I, I share. I'm, I'm hearing a friend share, and there's a certain receptivity. Sure. But what you reminded me of as I was listening to you is if the sermon, t- if the series title for this is "By My Spirit," mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of things that we can put at the end of that. By my Spirit you shall be more than conquerors. By Um, my spirit, you shall break generational curses. By my spirit, you shall be my witnesses unto Mm -hmm. the ends of the earth. There's so many things we could Mm -hmm. put at the end. I just want you to know that as I heard you sharing, it was like, by my spirit, you shall have identity. Mm -hmm. Like Something about your message, and I know you were doing a lot Mm because I I, I watch what you do and I enjoy uh, the way you do it, Mm -hmm. but I just want you to know that There's something about Matt Swords up there talking about the Spirit that first and foremost comes out of I'm known, I'm loved, Mm. I'm a son whether I know how to take that in or not. Identity is by my Spirit you shall know who you are. That came through. Well, that's good that it came through. I mean, it was one of the main points. I'm glad you were
0: listening, Jim. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, that's so funny. What was it? The first point? He he's a God that reveals. Well, what is he choosing to reveal? Yeah, a lot my of it, it identity, could be a lot of things. My you know? well, one the glory of God. You know, yeah. he's revealing that the Holy Spirit within us. Specifically, they break it into two categories. If if you would. Well, anyway, as I broke it into two categories, it's like he's revealing to me the reality that I'm a child of God. Yeah. Like, and I, like that's the core of. That It has to be the core of our identity. Mm-hmm. Everything else um, is just either momentary, it's just you're only going to have that those initials after your name mm-hmm. while you're here on earth. Uh, what I love about, let's say, go to Luke 1, Gabriel shows up to Zechariah, and he's like, hey, your wife's going to have a baby. He's like, well, how do I know what you're telling me is true? And he his response is, I am Gabriel, and I stand before the Father. Mm-hmm. Not the Father, I stand before God. And I'm like, man, what? What an intro to your identity. And I'm thinking, I am Matt Swords, and I'm a child of God, and I'm before him for eternity. Like, that's the core of my identity. Dude, it
1: is. I have to remind you, not I don't have to remind you, but I just want to reinforce something that comes out of you when you're speaking is, of course we have Luke 4 where Jesus says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and He's anointed me to do missional work. Correct. I just want to point that out. Luke 4 is your classic... The missional identity right. that comes when the, the spirit is. Empowering of the Holy Spirit. This yeah. But every one of the gospel writers um is reminding us of Jesus' baptism before yeah. all this. Right. Where the spirit descends and what it says is identity. Yeah, exactly. You are before we even start talking about mm-hmm. Luke 4, yeah. this is my beloved yeah. son. I am well pleased. Right. And this 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 being hasn't even launched into yeah. ministry yet, right? And right that came out in your in your teaching it's a reminder uh let's allow by my spirit for us first to be i fully identify that he loves us for who we are and not even for Mm -hmm. what we're about to do next right and we want we want that into the the souls and the lives of the people first and foremost that are part of our community and and with that
0: not to belabor the point but you see the the end of in revelation 2 when when jesus is bringing a correction to the church uh, the one church, and he says, you've fallen from your first love. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, he started off by saying, here are all the amazing works that you're doing. Um, those who claim to be apostles, you, 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 you test them and find that they're not. You know, you're doing all these great things, but you've fallen, so there's this degree in which you are not um, at the level you once were as far as uh, health and wholeness or, or what have you. Uh, you have fallen from your first love, therefore repent, so repentance is necessary, and return to your first love. So mm-hmm. the, like the reality is, if I don't get my identity straight with who I am in Christ as a son and his pleasure is on me, mm-hmm. um, then any work he sends me to do will be in an attempt to earn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't already have it. That's right. Um, it's a foundation which the rest of everything is built upon mm-hmm. and it's the foundation that remains once you're in... It's your eternal foundation is mm-hmm. I'm a child of God uh, and His pleasure is on me and I get to experience the fullness of who He is.
1: And I think, oh, is that really... Se- Dude, it cannot be... We're at 17 minutes already. Well... That's wrong. We were just getting cranked up. You can, we can keep going. I know. We just... Can we have two more minutes because I do want to point about this. Like, first of all, your identity stuff. Secondly the fun thing you did with the Martin Luther King speech to say, hey, one of the next things after identity is you actually hear him speak. You're not just sealed onto something like, Mm -hmm. this is my son who has my ring of authority, but he and I don't talk. You're like, actually, no. Mm -hmm. Identity is then linked to intimacy of hearing God. And you were like, hey, for those of us who are really... Learning how to listen or relearning how to listen yeah. and hear the voice of God, you're like, hey, it come. It, you hear him more than you think. Right. And one of the ways you can be kind of accountable or discerning in that is it really the spirit speaking does have a certain tone. In the same way that if you're Martin Luther King, the right. words could even be muffled, but you know the tone and yeah. the tenor, right? right. You're gonna right. and and more on that before we have to well, call this. Well,
0: the quits. whole the whole purpose there was to take a moment to demystify the idea of hearing God's exactly. voice, and and there's a lot of Again, the the experiences of those who make up the room are varied. And so it was an attempt to not not shy away from the reality that God speaks, but to hit it head on and say, hey, it's actually not a weird thing um, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's very common. It's very normal. Most of the time it's in thought life. And actually, a lot of times there is... Uh, an inner audible voice that can accompany it, uh, probably more often than we realize. And, and in fact, I actually I, I would
1: agree. Yeah. So
0: I, I just use the Martin Luther King speech simply as an example that most people have heard it before, and at the drop of a hat, most people can recall it mm-hmm. and have it play in their minds while actually not actively listening to it outwardly. Uh, it's an inward thing. So as to say, that's that's what it is. Yep. It, it really, as is my experience. It's, it's not mystical, it's not weird, it's, I try to draw a common experience that people can leave and say, you know what, I don't know if I ever would have said before this moment that I've heard God speak, however the idea of Him speaking, all of a sudden I have a shelf for what That's it could, right. ex- how
1: I could experience exactly. it. And I, and, uh, I want to make sure that I comment to those who are learning how to hear the voice of God or um, or reacquainting themselves with it. Initially, sometimes your community helps you with that. Even Josh's testimony, there's a testimony linked to every one of our services each week, and he was talking about how he was uh, identity and learning to hear God's Mm -hmm. voice, but he referred several times to his wife, Mm -hmm. Christina, right? As part of helping steward that and walk into that. And that's what we want to be as a community. We want to be a place that helps you learn Mm -hmm. that tone, that tenor, that, that... the way the Spirit speaks, and by being around one another, we start mm-hmm. to pick up on it. Yeah. I honestly think that. I always say everything starts as a discipline and ends up as an
0: art form, right? Yeah. If I could give one more example. Actually, do the it. last time I preached in January, the the uh, you're telling me there's a chance. That was a yeah. Dumb and Dumber movie quote. The way that... The actual way that came to, to... The way I experienced it was I was praying, God, what what do you want me to title this? What do you, what's on your heart? And I experienced, just like the Martin Luther King speech, I experienced Jim Carrey's character saying, so you're telling me there's a chance. And so that's what I heard, and what immediately accompanied it was mm-hmm. like, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. That experience was all that I literally, in an audible voice, heard that, and what I knew to be true immediately was God wants to inspire faith that he can move in the most impossible situations. That's right. That's so right. you're telling me there's a chance. Like all of that followed. So I knew, and I was so yep. inspired myself to have faith for those types of things that only God would inspire that in a moment. That's right. So I knew that's what God was speaking, although it was that movie scene is what the inaudible voice was. So it's... it's oh, well, then anyway. it's
1: quickly followed by a spirit of revelation. That's exactly, saying, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the, that's, and, yeah. And, and friends, we are capable of that as a community, and imagine if we're able to do that... Right, as sons and daughters of a living God, Mm -hmm. then turn around and missionally be able to give away what the Lord is saying to this world. Yeah, that is who we want Effort Community Church to be, man. Not I don't want (laughs) to hear for the sake of just reinforcing my own sense of being. Although I'm so thankful the Lord does that, but I want to be able to turn around and give it away.
0: I had so many examples that I had in my notes to like, oh well, here was this experience of hearing Jesus, and this one, and that one. So, and then I was talking to Misha about it, and she's like cut it all you know (laughs) because like you're not gonna have time it's gonna divert away from Mm -hmm. the so she really helps me to like stay on point and not yeah. shoot rabbits or you know, go and chasing after rabbits. And this brings us rabbits. back to why I hang
1: out with Matt, so I can hang out with Misha hey, more. this
0: brings me back to why I married my wife. She exactly. But, such a strength.
1: But that said, the Holy Spirit is more than a mediator to Jesus and the Father. We are yeah. praying during these seven weeks together on this topic. We all know the Holy Spirit more because we know what the Holy Spirit is going to do when the Holy Spirit gets deeper into your lives. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for the extra time today. You're above average. Have a good rest of your week. Be well. Hey,
0: thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com.